phone calls work better with loan officers and branch managers because they are so busy selling homes in this country right now. You're listening to the Evolved Sales Leader, an Overpass podcast. This is a show for the sharp-minded business development or sales innovator who's curious about new ways to grow and seeks actionable insights you can leverage to qualify for that next round of funding, achieve a successful initial public offering, or systematically get in front of more of your ideal clients or customers in a post-COVID world. Let's get into the show. Thanks for being on the podcast. This is Jonathan Fisher, your host, and we're happy to have you with us today. We're also happy to have our guest, Appy Chaudhry. Appy brings some keen insights to share today. He's been involved in business development for years, has spent most of the last decade leading teams of SDRs, BDRs, and AEs in tech-oriented or SaaS companies. Currently, he is head of sales development for Blend, a fast-growing Bay Area fintech company. Uh, Blend offers a powerful online platform that banks and other lenders can use to provide borrowers a seamless and secure digital experience from application to close. And Blend has raised a total of $665 million in venture capital in over 10 rounds of funding. And they just went public this July. And Appy's been right in the thick of this most recent round of growth coming on just ahead of that IPO, which must be a very exciting time. So I'm excited to hear some insights that you have to share, Appy, about uh, effectively leading teams and selling B2B in the space today. So welcome to the podcast, Appy. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Jonathan. It's been a pleasure. And to your point, yes, it's been a, it's been a crazy, awesome ride at Blend, and I'm excited to share some of my methodologies, frameworks, what works, what doesn't work with everyone over here. Okay, sounds good. So, well, first of all, maybe just for context's sake, maybe uh, flesh out just a little bit of the background that you bring to the space and uh, bring us up to the present tense, what you're doing there at Blend. Yeah, sounds good. So I've been in tech sales for over a decade, probably 13, 14 years. Started off as an SDR, then got into a closing account executive role. Did that for almost four, four and a half years, then got into a director of sales role where I was managing account executives and heading regional sales for a mobile tech company. And since then, the last seven years have been focused on leading different types of SDR, BDR functions, uh, whether it's taking over an existing model, whether it's building a model from scratch and growing it tremendously within a year or two. That's what I've been focused on in the last six, seven years. I joined Blend before, right when the pandemic started in March 2020. So I have been there for about a year and eight, nine months. And back then when I joined, it was a relatively small team, but now it's a pretty big team of almost 18 SDRs and two SDR managers. It's been a phenomenal ride. Happy to deep dive into how the model is later on. But yeah, that's where I am at currently. Okay. Well, this sounds like quite a ride in your career to this point, Appy. Pretty exciting. So you manage a team, did I hear you correctly, of 18 in business development. And give us the breakdown on that again, if you would. Is that all SDRs or do you have account executives? What's your model look like? It's all it's all SDRs and it's divided in kind of three groups. It's the mid-market team, the enterprise team, and the strategic team. Okay, okay. And so what does that look like? How are you getting in front? Uh, so maybe break that down, your your ideal client profile. As I mentioned in the intro, it's going to be financially oriented 
entities such as banks, other lending entities, correct? How, how are you getting in front of them and who is it you need to get in front of inside those companies typically? Yeah, that's a valid question. So to give more insights, we basically sell into financial institutions such as banks, credit unions, and independent mortgage banks. Blend started in 2012 and for the initial eight years since we've been in existence, we were selling just one product, which is our mortgage product. And we did pretty good in that segment. In fact, one third of all the mortgages happening in this country go through Blend's platform. And then before, right before a year, we launched a new product called our consumer banking suite of products, which we can sell to banks and credit unions. So those are the two products and those are the different kind of institutions we sell into. Now to answer your point around what's our ICP for each of these products for in each of these companies, if you're selling our mortgage solution in an independent mortgage bank, it's usually uh, depending on how big or small they are, but it's usually a vice president of mortgage, a head of mortgage, VP loan operations, sometimes even the CEO, the CTO. Talking about selling the consumer banking suite in a bank or credit union, it could be the chief digital officer, head of consumer lending, anyone who is high up there responsible for digital lending, customer experience, those sort of titles. And so uh, what is your key way of getting in front of these decision makers right now? So it's... It's a pretty unique space. And to answer your question, phone calls work better with loan officers and branch managers because they are so busy selling homes in this country right now. And on- They're already on the phone anyway, right? (laughs) You can get through. They're working the phones. You can work the phones and get them, unlike some of the other players, I would guess. Exactly. You're absolutely right. And then on the banks and credit union side, it's mostly through- well-written, super personalized emails. That's what has been working. We've also been doing a lot of video outreach, sending them experiences and gifts to to grab their attention. That has been working well. Mm -hmm. So those are the different ways of our outreach. Okay. And so uh, what's been the trajectory of growth in your tenure there at Blend so far? Have you had to scale up the team pretty dramatically? Is that something you're looking to do in the future? Tell me about that side of things. Yeah, it's both things. When I joined, it was a pretty small team of just four SDRs. Mm. And uh, the pandemic started, so I had to revamp all the training, onboarding, enablement, teamwork, culture. And now... Since the last year and nine months since I've been here, we've grown the team from four SDRs to 18 SDRs, hired a lot of people in the last six to nine months. In fact, most of my team is relatively new and also promoted a lot of the folks. I think almost 60% of the team after I joined has been promoted once or twice. So that's also... Nice. relatively exciting and motivating for everyone who joins the team and who's been a part of the team. For sure. So you haven't had a whole lot to do, sounds like. So as you've been sitting around pondering, just kidding, that's, that's you're coming in to change all of those areas and grow quickly. It sounds to me like you're a man to ask, how do you scale a team fast? What do you think the keys were to do that? Maybe just walk us through bullet points on that. I think the important part over here is know how to hire the right people who want to 
who have the great who want to work hard who are self motivated and who really want to be coached that's the biggest piece over here and to share more insights i'm glad i brought that experience to blend so the company i was working for previously called launch darkly i was one of the founding members of the sales team it was a 30 employee company series b and the vp of sales hector hernandez who still my current mentor he basically hired me to build the str function from scratch and in a span of 2 years i grew that team from 0 to 25 strs 3 str managers so was this a distributed team or were they on site they were in the office in oakland okay but now you're working with mostly distributed team correct yes i would say 40% of my team is based out of the bay area and the rest 60% mm-hmm. is based out of all across the united states i have a couple in new york couple in texas dallas someone in ohio someone in two folks in denver and someone in florida okay so good geographic spread that's uh you're really getting a good mix of backgrounds and the time zones are covered what would you say this is something that an awful lot of other leaders in our space they're experiencing this right now even if they weren't already a distributed model like i've talked with many other leaders that 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 from day 1 it was all virtual then there's other companies that from day 1 they were old school everyone's in the office and we want this open format we want to have the game room we want to do the whole culture thing and everyone's been for- forced to blend to some degree because a lot of the totally virtual companies have been looking for ways to add some experiences to it and sometimes that still is virtual or involves travel but they're looking for ways to fill that gap but i think the bigger challenge is companies that have been moving away from conventional into the virtual space what do you believe are the biggest pitfalls with having workers not in the same geography just right off the top of your head what are some potential trouble spots in that space i think overall work from home is really good for everyone we save a lot of time and energy in traveling that time can be used effectively to focus on working more efficiently having some thinking time or taking care of your health so overall it's really positive though to answer your question jonathan i think it's a big challenge for sdrs cuz the way they learn is from their peers their managers and their account executives and hmm. when they are in an office setting they are learning every second every minute every hour compared to now hmm. they're just sitting at a desk in a random place they jump on some zoom calls but it's very different they cannot see anyone's screen all the time they cannot hear anyone making cold calls or doing demo pitches so that's i would say the biggest shortfall over here that folks i mean an str role is a stepping stone for folks who want to get into tech sales it's all about learning people just get into this role to learn understand the industry and space and move on to the right role for them and Mm-hmm. I think they are missing big time because they are not able to learn as much as they would learn if they were in an office setup. Like I have seen a big difference when I was onboarding folks in Oakland at Launch Darkly compared to now I'm onboarding folks remotely virtually all across the United States. Mhm. That makes a lot of sense. Probably there's no going back now though, right? I think that there's some estimates now that at least 
this 40%, 60% split that a lot of companies are experiencing, it's probably where things may stay. So this is going to be a reality moving forward. So what have you done to overcome some of those challenges? I can think of others as well. Like a, a lot of leaders are mentioning the issue of really monitoring performance, you know, output maybe here, but maybe it could be here if we could really see what is that SDR actually doing with their time throughout the whole day, more visibility on that. But this challenge and other challenges, what are you doing to overcome those with your team to be as effective as you are, Appy? I think culture is a big aspect of having and running a successful team. If you have the right culture on the team, it's easy to coach the managers and the reps and get the best out of them. And once the culture is really good, you can set expectations for everyone and get buy-in from everyone. Yeah. So I think most importantly, setting the right expectations on a weekly basis. What really works is meeting as a group multiple times in a week to share more examples. We meet as a group three times in a week. We meet on Mondays where we do our weekly huddle, share learnings from last week, any important team discussions. Then we meet on a Wednesday where we talk about demand generation campaigns, what's working, what's not working, giving feedback to the system. And then we meet on a Thursday where we do a weekly call review where every SDR brings a call to the table. All of us listen to the call together and use Gong Gong scorecard functionality to actually give feedback to the call. This also gives the ability to the SDRs to learn how to give constructive feedback and learn mm -hmm. not just from their manager, but learn from each other. That's great. So those are few techniques that have worked really well. And then for fun, I have a monthly pizza party where everyone gets a random pizza delivered from okay. around their neighborhood. And I try to nice. come up with a nice game for that session where we have some good time together as a team. That's really cool. I mean, that those steps really can make a lot of difference to fill it in. And there, there's definitely a lifestyle benefit to folks working from home. And there's probably a cost benefit depending on, on the company. Uh, but I think that's only going to increase when you can just grab talent from wherever in the country or even in the world they are, that makes your cost of acquisition a whole lot more manageable. Would you agree with that? Yes, I 100% agree. In fact, diversity is something that I really care about. And we think about a lot at Blend. So especially when we can hire anywhere across the country, it's easier to bring diverse talent to the team. And it makes it sure. easy. So happy about the fact that we've gone remote. Why is diversity important to you personally? It's because everyone brings different thoughts, their experiences to the table. And it's a learning curve for everyone. And everyone can learn from each other's experiences and use those skills and strengths for this work. Because this role needs folks to be scrappy, to have a grit, because it's a grind. And you need that level of diverse experiences on the table to be self-motivated and try all of these new things. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I think one of the challenge is when you're in a fast-growing company like Blend, I, there's very few, even in this space, companies that have 10 rounds of funding and then an IPO. So this is quite a trajectory of growth. 
obviously you've got to be able to scale up your talent. You must have put a lot of long hours in to develop your onboarding and your training and your culture that you were mentioning to grow this team. How important is it to have a good, a stable of talent? You can go and grab people that have the right mindset, that are ready to work from anywhere. Is that pretty key? And if so, what have been some of your tricks to the trade, if you will, on having that availability of talent? Yes, I think at every organization that's growing specifically, we're talking about, you know, early stage startup series A, B, C, all of them need to hire, onboard, develop, promote SDR teams. So the challenge is your top performers want to get promoted and move out in an SDR role. And it's difficult to refill that top performer role because you never know the next hire is also going to be a top performer. So yeah, I had to invest a lot of time in, in onboarding, in documentation, doing video recordings, screen shares, glad that we were able to use technology. So we use Outreach. Outreach is a great tool. They have their own university. So selecting few of those courses from the university and adding it to the onboarding plan for new SDRs. We also use Gong. That's very helpful for listening to calls and doing call coaching. Uh, We used Gong effectively to well train and equip our new SDRs. And then on the content side, we use HighSpot where we have all our presentations, all our pitches, decks that can be shared internally as well as externally. So all of that really helped. In fact, after I joined, we even started to build some knowledge checks and sales demo certifications for the SDR team so that they can actually go through a proper certification and then start selling or pitching the product. So this is just internal. You're building sort of a training program they can go through. It's self-guided. There's quizzes and tests. They can be certified, ready to rumble on that particular knowledge base. Yes, exactly. I mean, even when it's going to trade shows and conferences, I'm glad that has that is starting again. But I do mm-hmm. want all my SDRs to go through these sales demo certifications and knowledge checks so that they are ready to present and do a demo when they are at a blend booth anywhere in the country. Yeah, that's great. That sounds fantastic. Well, and this is the thing, that's something that could be done no matter what your geography, right? Because it's a knowledge base and we're going to probably use technology to present almost any geography as well. If I'm in the boardroom, I'm still going to put a presentation in front of that group of people, whether I'm in the boardroom or whether I'm in Singapore and they're in New York City, it makes no difference. So these are really some smart steps. So Appy, looking forward, where do you see things going with your team, with your growth goals? Where would you like to be with your team in say two years and how are you going to get there from today? That's an exciting question. And I think about it every day and I'm glad I have the support from my leaders at Blend. But few interesting things that are happening at Mind are we're thinking of how can the SDR team be more impactful and support in cross-sell opportunities, usage adoption. So that's an interesting motion I have been exploring. I've opened up a new new role on the team that's a kind of junior SDR. And that person is going to basically manually find data, verify data, and upload that data on Salesforce, and also work on our untargeted inbound traffic so that they can learn through this, all of this data, and then work on these non-sales target account inbound leads and be ready to become an SDR. So very excited for this. 
the cross sell and usage adoption is also an interesting motion where i'm going to have the team connect with existing customers try to call in the final end users of the blend platform and see why are they using or why are they not using blend's platform and share with them that you know if they are not using their peers are using blend and happy to schedule a call with a csm if needed so that's nice. positive maximize usage through better service yes exactly well, Appy, it sounds like you've got some really good things running. If uh, if there were another sales leader, maybe maybe not quite where Blend is yet. Maybe they're only coming out of their seed fund or their A, B level, and they need to grow their team. They need to grow it fast. They would identify with many of the, the key points that you've raised of growing a team with a great common culture, being able to do that with some diversity, having some good steps to grow. What What would you say would be the steps they could go through to start to implement on some of the key points from today's session? I think hiring the right person. So investing some time in understanding who the right person is, what kind of skills they should have, whether they you think they should be organized, whether you think they should be data oriented, whether you think they should be experienced. So making a specific skill set on the talent you want to hire, that's the first most important piece. The second is, and this is a great learning I got from my mentor, that if any time you're getting the same question asked again and again, more than three times, then you need to document that. So the advice over here is, especially in a remote world where people cannot randomly ask anyone anything while going into a meeting room, being at a water cooler, you need to document everything and organize the documents. So the playbook needs to be updated on a monthly, quarterly basis and shared effectively with all the folks who are using the playbook. That's the second most important advice. And finally, it's all about keeping the reps motivated. And by that, I mean, everyone wants to see a career development plan and a growth path within the organization. So making sure that every once a month or quarter, you're actually asking your reps about their goals, their aspirations, their motivations, and where do they see themselves in the next six, nine, 12 months, I think is the most important piece of keeping a motivated team, a motivated SDR team. Excellent. Well, Appy, any uh, closing tidbits that you would share uh, in terms of secrets of success or maybe some things that you've been receiving from mentors in your own business development that you think you'd love our listeners to hear today? I think in general, as said, diversity is pretty important. So make sure you're hiring the right diverse group for your team because there would be few folks who, who are very good at making cold calls. But then there's another group that likes to research a lot and really write very good personalized emails. And then there's the third group, which likes to be strategic and bring uh, feedback back to the system, whether it's to the product leaders, to the sales leaders, to the engineering leaders. So make sure you're having and hiring a diverse team and building a career development plan for Every professional is always important. So focus on building 
a CDP for yourself and for your reps would be my final piece of advice. Well, excellent advice. We can all put to good use, Appy. It's been a pleasure to have you with us today. I'd love to touch base with you again down the road, maybe in a year, year and a half, see how things have been coming along and what new insights you might have to share. Yeah, sure. I'm excited for the next 12 to 18 months. We also think of expanding internationally probably by end of 2022 or early 2023. So Hmm. might need to think more about that. But yeah, looking forward to staying in touch and thanks for this. Okay, sounds good. Well, Appy, once again, thanks so much for being with us on the podcast. Here, uh, glad chatting, Jonathan. Hope this was helpful. Overpass makes it simple, seamless, and highly cost-effective to engage with new clients and effectively manage remote teams from anywhere in the world. We provide a comprehensive platform that allows you to find, interview, hire, and pay top quality sales and business development professionals all from within a single environment. For evolved sales leaders who are looking for a new edge with an incredible ROI, visit us at overpass.com to learn more. You've been listening to the Evolved Sales Leader, hosted by Overpass. Never miss an episode by subscribing to the show in your favorite podcast player. Please give us a rating, leave a comment, and share episodes you love. That helps us keep bringing you conversations and cutting-edge content so you can keep evolving your sales leadership. Thanks for listening. Until next time, never stop evolving.